Brian Powell of I Run Far here with Jim Walmsley before the 2022 UTMB. How are you, Jim? I'm doing good. Feeling uh, as relaxed as can be and ready for this weekend. Nice. How long have you been in Europe? Uh, just over three months. So we're settling in and um, living about hour 45 away from Chamonix. So it's a bit quieter and really like in before and it's feeling more and more like home. How, so you that sounds like you're planning to spend some more time there. Yeah, we're after UTMB. Uh, the plans, we're not going anywhere. We're staying in France and we're staying in the Alps and um, it's going to be a longer process than just a training block this year. Nice. Well, how, uh, you know, how is your time while you've been those three months in, uh, in Beaufort? How's that been? Yeah. It's been good. I think there's some stresses with trying to actually do like a legitimate move to France as opposed to just being here for training. I think if I was just doing a three-month training block here, it would probably be more relaxing, but uh, also expensive because you'd be doing more short-term rentals where we're able to um, have a longer-term rental for a house. We finally were able to purchase it. We figured out kind of how to purchase a car so we're not going to be renting anymore which is going to be a huge stress because we live pretty far out there and without a car we're pretty stuck i, yeah. I kind of jokingly say i'd be a pro cyclist if uh we didn't have a car i'd just be riding far distances everywhere multiple times a day yeah so, um it, it's been a lot of fun and it's an adventure but it also has its own stresses along with it nice well sounds like a good adventure so far yeah. um this season so far, you, you won Mute, and then you won the Ultra Tour Beaufortin, yeah? Yep, Ultra Tour de Beaufortin. Yeah. Um, that one was kind of cool because it was a Ultra just in the backyard. It actually overlaps a lot with the TDS course. So I feel okay. like this year I've learned more about TDS than any other year. I finally like look and see where it goes, and it's like, that's actually by far the best route, I think. like It gets on better trails. Not the goat trails, but it gets more technical and more fun. Um, whereas the other race is quite a bit more buffed out, um, but obviously a good route that we all love. And, and sounds like part of the trails that you run on pretty regularly anyway in training. Yeah. So, uh, Tour de Beauforton got me kind of exploring my own backyard. Um, it's been a fun block because most trails, have, all the trails have been brand new. Loops have been brand new, but there's tons and tons of options in Arash and, um, it's been a lot of fun exploring and, but it's. It's hard. It's steep. It's it's steeper than the UTMB course. Lots of hiking. I feel like it forces me to kind of work on some of my like quote unquote weaknesses. Yeah. And, Something uh, you don't necessarily do if you're running in a yeah in the Flagstaff area or yeah, what have you. Exactly. Nice. And I'm not living out of a tent before uh, UTMB this year. This is the first time I'm like basically not pegged up in a tent for a month before UTMB in the San Juans, and it sounds like. It would have been a hard year to be in a tent, so you you would be um, very wet. Yeah, which when it's wet in the San Juans, our camping system's not the best, so uh, would have been challenging. Yeah, and has the your sort of training block over those three months been pretty strong? Yeah, uh, maintained being pretty healthy. I don't think I've like thrown in any crazy big three week, six week blocks like maybe I would do for Western states or something in the past, but um, I can point at maybe 12, 16 weeks of really good consistency, always up, occasional bike rides, occasional days off. Um, with, uh, like, I guess one week I did UTMB with Thibaut Grivier and Julien Courier and, um, and Jean-Philippe from Switzerland. So 
that was a lot of fun, but that one got a little out of control, and uh, I guess I hit my biggest vert and mileage in a week in this block, but that was more of a unique week, but very good timing. I'm, I'm happy when it was, and yeah. I think it stressed the body in a good way. Was it intentional for you to like not have those peaks and maybe be more consistent throughout um, this block? A little bit. I think it's been balancing the stresses of trying to move here as opposed to just here training, um, which all in all probably moderates uh, my training a bit, and I think it'll be hopefully for a good. Yeah. So you were, you were here at UTMB last year, and it wasn't the day you wanted. What happened? Yeah. Um, just kind of had some flat legs, waiting, waiting, waiting for them to feel a little better, get a little more momentum or anything anything and uh i mean it felt like 40 45 miles of it so over 70k just legs not coming around not coming around um and then like it's getting cold francois just using his poles hiking away from me i'm like getting dropped hiking and then jogging back to catch up and getting dropped and catching back up and uh more or less i just kind of said screw this like i'm obviously not where I want to be right now um, and pretty quickly after I kind of let the race sink in and decided to make changes to hopefully not get my ass kicked in the same way and to make UTMB more of a priority because I'm tired of essentially not feeling how I expect to feel for a big race. And not performing like you would expect. Yeah. Like you haven't, it'd be fair to say you haven't run your best race. You think you can run at UTMB. Yeah. How do you make that happen? Like what, what changes did you make? There's been a lot of little changes. I mean, everything from coming over three months early to running Madeira in April mm -hmm. to not racing in January, February. I'm not doing a road ultra earlier in the year. I didn't do Western States. I mean, the list goes on and mm -hmm. on and on and on. And uh, I've just been able to kind of singularly prepare for this race. So <laughs> putting more eggs into this basket, <laughs> um, eggs can still break. So I don't yeah. know. Uh, and UTMB is still UTMB. There's a lot of pressure around the race, a lot of uh, media and obligations. It's good and bad and can be stressful, but um, it's nothing new and I should be used to it and it will be okay and yeah. I, I feel excited and confident about this year so um, I'm excited to try again. Yeah, how do you like, if you are putting more eggs into the same basket, yeah. like how do you on the sort of flip side like, I don't just go with it or you know, Yeah. not, not lower um, expectations in, in what you could possibly do but lower the pressure maybe on yeah. yourself. I guess uh, lowering the pressure maybe comes with not looking at it as a one-year bet. Um, it's a multiple-year bet to come here to France and to try to learn and improve and kind of uh, really try to master this style of ultra running, which is much slower hiking. And and then hopefully after UTMB is done, uh, wherever that may be, um, I can also apply that to just big mountainous ultras all over the world mm -hmm. still, which uh, it seems like uh, UTMB World Series is growing. A lot of their races tend to be that, but then just like UTB that I did a few weeks ago um, is a tiny, small race in Beauforton that's amazing, and I can still apply it to big mountain races like that because that was a 
14K with 7,300 meters. It's kind of like nice Ute or that, like it's three quarters of UTMB, yeah. more or less. About 15 hours of effort. Yeah. So it was a really good uh, final preparation. It was a day, like during the day instead of at the night, um, which is big, big difference here because here you get the kind of glacier winds off the mountains and it's much colder, especially like even here compared to a local area with the glaciers. The temperatures, uh, as they say, more fresh. <laughs> so one one of your longtime friends, Francois Dane, you're now neighbors in, yeah. in Beaufort. Uh, not that him, he would teach you and, uh, you know, like, hey, do this. But like, yeah. I assume you've got on some training with him. Yeah. Uh, uh, when he's been in town, he's yeah. been out in Colorado visiting you. So, yeah. Um, but he's like, as you mentioned earlier, like he's just an amazing person with yeah. the poles hiking uphill. Like he can walk I, away from yeah. you and then you have to run to catch up. Yeah. Have I you think, picked uh, up that at all? Francois, I think, is the best when it comes to full in on ultra and perspective and his mentality behind it and the adventure. And he can very tough to push through low moments because ha- I know him. He has low moments just like I have, but he handles them differently in a lot of times. So um, that is very like inspiring for me. And uh, yeah, just being around him, you pick up some of that mentality, hopefully, and um, it's fun. He likes training hard. He likes adventuring. He likes doing rugged trails. So um, it's a good elastic stretch for me in my kind of repertoire of experience in running. And um, he's been a really nice and great friend. And I think we're going to have a lot more adventures together too. So. Nice. What are you excited most about this weekend? Um, this weekend? I mean, I kind of can't wait to get back to Cormier to like, I definitely look at, I've had struggles from Cormier to Grand Col Foray, basically three out of three years. Um, takes 100K to get there. Yep. So uh, it's kind of like the river crossing after 2016. It takes a while to get back to that spot. and So I'm looking to try to get through there smoothly as best I can and uh, get excited to race the last 30, 50K always saving a bit more for that and um, if someone's ahead of me behind me um, hopefully I have reserves to close a gap or extend the gap how I need to but I think the mentality of kind of preparing late for the race uh, has me excited and will keep me in check and prepared which in check like yeah I'll probably be running quick and a bit towards the front or off the front but I'm comfortable doing that I like doing it I enjoy it um, and I just need to really like listen to myself and keep uh, my stomach and my temperature and everything. Uh, just take care of myself in the mountains. Nice. Well, best of luck and have fun out there, Thanks. Jim. Yeah, we'll see you out there. And one bonus question for you, Jim. You've now spent three, uh, three months here in Europe. Yeah. I know you're a pizza guy. What's yeah. the best pizza you've had, style and, and where? I mean, some of the better pizza, well, Italy. We haven't done too, too much in Italy. We've gone to Cormier a few times. Um, I think all the Americans, uh, uh, the restaurant name's blank in my mind. Terraza? But, uh, the one that every, all of them, like Topher yeah. and everybody goes to every single night's really good. But also I've been walking into Italian restaurants and I see like, oh, they got good pasta. I've almost been leaning towards the pasta. Really? Like, yeah, the pasta geez. is like really good. So I'm not missing that. Um, 
Uh, we have a nice pizza spot in Beaufort where TDS goes through um, mm -hmm. that we like. Uh, and what's your favorite style of pizza over here? Um, well, I've had to back off from cat fromage. Uh, so I either go with the fungi or margaritas, the most uh, basic or vegetarian. Um, but the cat fromage has gotten me a few times, especially if I have to run afterwards. Uh, <laughs> usually the blue cheeses. Uh, so good, but so little, tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it's just the end of the night, maybe it's okay. But um, if I have more to do, I've backed off from that from years past. Nice. Well, thanks, Jim. Yeah, thanks.